Welcome to episode number three here on the Traders Improve podcast. And today I will answer the question, when does a trading strategy loses its edge and how do you stay relevant in the markets? So hello, welcome back to our third episode in this still relatively brand new podcast format here or the Traders Improved um, podcast series. And today I want to ask or I want to answer the question and provide some feedback on the question um, that I get probably on almost a weekly basis. When does the strategy lose its edge? Um, how do you stay relevant in the markets? And um, when or is there a chance that trading will go away? And I have a few things that I need to share with you. I want to share a few tips on uh, certain mindset uh, concepts and also tips on how to stay relevant in the markets. But first of all, there is this very famous quote uh, from Ed Saikota, who has been a very great trader. And the quote goes, um, the markets are the same now as they were five or ten years ago because they keep changing just like they did then. And this really hits the nail on its head. It means that... The markets are always undergoing a change. Um, the markets are very dynamic. The price on our charts moves because millions and millions of people, institutions, computer programs interact on a daily basis. And the uh, um, constitution and um, the people always change. The, the ideas and the underlying um, thought process always change. So we as traders have to also change. Um, also, when we just look back a few decades ago, there were no computers and the people were not able to make trades that fast. Um, still, there was trading around back then, but uh, traders used um, phones often to make their trades. And then when um, the technology increased or when the technology advanced, um, suddenly was able to make uh, transactions via computer. And the people back then, they were very scared that everything is going to change. They will lose their edge. Um, of course, some did, but only those who did not go with the time and who tried uh, stubbornly to um, keep doing what they have always been doing. And then the same happened again when uh, the Internet came around and suddenly everybody could trade from their home just using um, a regular computer. Again, the markets completely changed um, the way the price moved. And you had just to stay relevant. And these days, the same is happening over and over again. Um, now, with the advancement of algorithmic trading, especially on the lower time frames, uh, things change all the time. And we as traders have to go with it. If you want to have a long-term profitable trading career, you just have to adapt constantly. And so I want to provide a few insights and tips on how you can stay relevant as a trader and what it takes to adapt with your trading strategy. First of all, when we start um, looking at adaptation, we need to understand that there are usually two types of traders um, who apply different types of strategies. So the first area is um, the static traders. They have a static trading system. Often traders, um, when they message me, they want to have a rule-based system. They want to eliminate as much discretionary as possible because they just want to have an easy life, um, in parentheses. <laughs> they just want to have shortcuts. They want to have clear rules without having to think too much. They want to know exactly 
what has to happen, what moving average has to cross, and what is the stochastic value, how, is, uh, how are the, all the parameters to get a trade entry, how many pips do you use for your stop loss, how many for your target. And they want to completely eliminate all the variables um, in their trading. This is, of course, it's understandable at on one, on one hand because um, it makes it much easier and people believe that they just need to have this set of rules and then they can become profitable traders. But this is very, very dangerous thinking because um, obviously the markets always change, as I said, and you cannot apply the same rules to the markets all the time because you will run into problems. Many of those people with static um Trading systems, they will experience periods where everything works great, where they have a bunch of losing, uh, a bunch of winning trades, and then suddenly they run into problems when uh, the market undergoes a change. They don't really know um, that the market is undergoing a change because they don't have a way of tracking that or a way of understanding that. And then suddenly they give back all their previous profits because the system suddenly uh, fails miserably and they get into a losing streak. And even worse, they lose their mental capital and then they get too emotional and enter this downward spiral. So static systems, if you catch yourself thinking, okay, I have a static system or I'm always looking to make everything more automated, um, that is probably not the best approach. On the other hand, we have adaptive systems my trading strategy is very, very adaptive. I do use um, <clears throat> rules at uh, certain areas because you need to have um, rules at um, yeah in certain components of your trading strategy so that you have repeatable processes. You're not always changing everything, but you need to have um, the possibility to adapt with your trading um, system. You need, for example, to have different setups for different situations, uh, for me personally, I also vary the time frames based on how much the market moves, how much it fluctuates. When there are lo a lot of movements, um, then I avoid the lower time frames because the higher time frames then often have much more stress-free trading opportunities. But if there's not so much momentum on the higher time frames, I will go to the lower time frames and then trade the trends and the moves there. Um, this is very, very important and ad adaptive strategy always um, yeah, it, it changes slightly based on the market conditions, but it's not a big change. So you're not every week completely changing everything, but you're just adapting with certain components, as we will see shortly. And what happens with the traders who fail to adapt? There are certain things the traders do and um, say or think. First of all, many traders um, look to blame other um, outside circumstances. They will blame their brokers for stop hunting. They will blame algorithmic traders. They will blame... Uh, insider trading and the big players and um, blame blaming other people or other circumstances is very bad because it um, makes the trader on one hand feel like he is helpless he's the victim and that's um, is very dangerous because you have to understand that as a trader you are always in control of um, how you trade which trades you execute and blaming other people or outside circumstances are is very, very dangerous because you give away also a lot of responsibility. You try to push the responsibility away from you, and that's very um, dangerous for long-term growth because you have to accept responsibility um, in order to grow. Also, what people do who fail to adapt, they're looking for often for confirmation bias or they act based on confirmation bias, which means that they only look for information that confirms their trading idea day completely often avoid um, taking in the input that would suggest that their trading strategy is probably not working or it just needs to adapt a little bit and it needs to go under uh, 
under, uh, needs to undergo changes. So how do you adapt and how do you stay relevant? You have usually three choices. You can optimize your current setups and your current strategy, which is often the easiest part. Uh, on the second um, layer, you can add new setups for different types of markets. And the third option, which probably most don't like, is that you need to learn when not to trade. Um, this is very, very powerful, actually. And I always wish that most or more traders would look into this opportunity instead of um, always trying to be in the markets. Learn when your when your edge uh, when your strategy does not have an edge. Learn to distinguish between favorable market conditions and market conditions where you just need to sit out because you don't have an edge. And uh, this is very important to protect your capital, but also protect your mental capital. So let's go through these steps um, or through these points one by one. And I will provide some feedback or some tips that you can apply right away. And first of all, let's talk about optimizing your current strategy. There are different things that you can do uh, to stay relevant, to adapt, just using small tweaks and, instead of completely changing everything. Because system hopping is very dangerous and the traders who try to adapt or the traders um, who think their strategy suddenly um, is broken and is not working anymore, they easily tend to go towards system hopping where they are always changing everything and then they reset their learning curve and they have to relearn everything from scratch and they might stumble over a strategy that just coincidentally just works in this current market situation and then a few weeks or months down the road they experience the same problem again the markets are changing a little bit and then their strategy again loses its edge and yeah they start from zero again. So um, for me personally, when I trade the higher time frames, anything two, four, or two hour, four hour, or the daily time frames, I um, always change the, the forex pairs that I trade. So I will rarely trade the same forex pairs every week. Um, I said in the previous podcast that I follow around forty to forty-five forex pairs um, in total, but that doesn't mean that I trade forty-five forex pairs every week. I will every weekend. I will sit down with my uh, watch list and with this um, very detailed screening process and I will go through each um, forex pair on all the time frames that I consider trading and I will look at the market and the conditions is and I will ask myself is the current market situation on this specific forex pair is it um, favorable or is it not I look for technicals how do the price moves what is momentum structure do we have nice momentum uh, do we see clearly defined um, Technical patterns, is the market paying attention to support and resistance or not? How deep are um, trend waves? Do we have very impulsive moves? Is there a lot of volatility? And then I will make a list of, uh, on one side, uh, there are the pairs that I really like to trade and that have good um, conditions. And on the other hand, I have um, the pairs that I don't like, which have bad market conditions, which I will avoid for the next few days or sometimes even for the next few weeks. And this is one way of staying relevant. You don't, or this is one um, mistake I see many traders make, is that they always say, uh, which pair should I specialize in? And I really hate this question. Um, it might be okay to ask if you are um, a scalper or you are on the one-minute or the five-minute trader because um, the, the market conditions change quite fast on the lower time frames. You have so many candles that um, you the market conditions always change and you can or sitting out on the lower time frames is much easier. You might have to sit out maybe uh, a few hours on the lower time frames um, until 
the market is changing again. But if you are on a four-hour time frame, for example, you only get six candles in a day. And if the market is in a bad state or in a state that does not work with your current system, then uh, sitting out and waiting for the things to change can take uh, dozens of candles, which easily means that you have to sit out for a few days. So if you trade anything higher than the one hour or the two hour, I really recommend that having such a screening process where you um, ask yourself, is this a good chart or not? And then keep the charts relevant and filter out the ones that work for you and that don't. And the second part is then um, you need to also adapt with your variables in your trading system. Uh, mainly this is how do you set uh, stops and targets and how do you manage your trades. For example, when you see that the market has um, or the forex pair that you want to trade has um, good technicals, but the candles are a little bit larger than usual, they have more wicks than usual and longer wicks, then you usually want to set your stops a little bit wider as well. You don't want to have a strategy where you always have the same amount of pips for a stop loss or a target regardless of the market situation. So um, look for volatility, look for maybe the average true range and look for how much the price fluctuates. And then adjust your stops and your targets based on that. This is a very, very important um, point. Of course, you can also change and tweak your tools a little bit. Uh, you use different indicators and different patterns for different situations. As I said in the previous podcast, I, um, I have my main core strategy, but within this strategy, I have different setups for different types. So in one market condition, I will use a a setup where I don't have any indicators where I just use pure price action and with certain patterns in another condition I will use um, a Bollinger Band and another one I will use an RSI with trend lines and I always alternate between those um, those different setups based on the market conditions and every market condition requires a little bit of a different approach. You don't need to completely change everything but just make little um, changes it's the same when you are trying um, to build a house or build anything. You're not going to use your hammer in every situation. You might sometimes use a screwdriver or uh, whatever, but um, you don't. Uh, you would not say, oh, a hammer is completely useless when you use it for a purpose um, or for a situation where it is not designed for, so you need to keep that relevant as well. And finally, also alternating between time frames, as I said, is very important. Always, um, for me, for example, I really think that keeping the time frames rele relevant, always changing the time frames based on the market is very, very important and very helpful. Then uh, the third option, which I said previously, is that you need to learn when to sit out. Um, this is this can be very challenging mentally if a trader then, especially on the higher time frames, uh, sit out for a few days, sometimes even a week. But this is a very important process. And for that, I always recommend write down the points and the variables that your market or that your strategy works best on. What are the market variables that you um, want to see in order to trade? And then on the other hand, write down what is a market situation that is not um, tradable for you? And I also always recommend that um, start a screenshot collection. So, for example, go through your last 30, 40 trades. And for the best trades, look at what they have in common, print them out, write down every point that uh, you see that the trades have in common. And then you will often very quickly see a pattern in your trading and your trading strategy. And finally, you have the option to create new strategies. This might sound daunting, uh, but for me personally, and I've seen for other traders, this is how trading stays fun. As uh, for me, 
I've been trading Forex for 12, 13 years, and I've traded this exact same strategy from the beginning on for six, seven years now. And in the beginning, I just had one um, core strategy with one setup. But over time, I always um, or I recognize then other situations where my setup was not applicable, uh, applicable, but it looked quite interesting. So I started taking notes. I started taking screenshots of situations that I kept seeing time and time again. And then uh, over time, I built um, rules around those new opportunities, new situations, which then allowed me to create new strategies. And that's so much fun uh, because this is where creativity comes into trading. Trading can become very, very boring, very dull, because essentially you're doing the same thing uh, every day. Your, your planning is the same. All the trades should look the same. The execution is the same. You have fixed rules. And um, yeah, trading can become very monotonous. But if you are a little bit getting back into this explorer um, mindset, where you're looking for new edges, um, this can then help you rediscover the fun in your trading and help you um, yeah, just get back this curiosity when you first started out in your trading career, which many traders um, often miss after a few years. And then um, I've seen many traders time and again that um, who say that trading is not that fun anymore. They just do it uh, because it's become a habit or a job for them. And this is not a state where you want to be in. So keep it fun, keep it interesting, keep growing with your system or keep growing new systems. And that's then really, really where uh, trading is something that you can do for the next 10, 20, 30 years when you're always reinventing yourself and finding new ways to explore your edge on the markets. So I think um, this is a good point to wrap this up. A lot of um, practical ideas, I think, that you can take away, hopefully, uh, from this podcast and um, I really enjoy posting those um, or making those episodes where you send questions my way and then I try to provide insights on how I deal with certain situations in my trading and hopefully help you as well. So thank you again for listening. Make sure to check out our social media channels. We are always at TradeSiety or TradeSiety on all the social media channels. And then I will catch you in episode four the next time. Happy trading. Stay safe. Thank you.